This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to Guardians Weekly on the Cleveland Guardians Radio Network. Guardians Weekly is brought to you by Progressive, helping Guardians fans save hundreds on car insurance. Everyone, welcome to Guardians Weekly. Jim Rosenhouse along with you this weekend as we join you from Comerica Park in Detroit, where the Guardians are taking on the Tigers in a weekend series. And a good show lined up for you today. As always, we will be joined by Rob Serfolio. He's the Guardians Director of Player Development, the farm report from Rob. And then also on our show, we'll hear from Miles Straw, who made his return to Houston, first time since he was traded to the Guardians last summer. And we'll visit with his manager a year ago, one of the legendary managers and players in the game, Dusty Baker. We'll hear from Oscar Gonzalez, who made his Major League debut on Thursday night. But first, our Week in Review. And we take you back to Monday night in Houston, the start of a seven-game road swing, three in Houston, four here in Detroit. And the Guardians got the scoring started in the third inning. They picked up a run on an Astros error, and then Jose Ramirez added to his major league leading RBI total. one nothing Cleveland, runners second and third. Infield back, the pitch. He grounds one to first, that'll get a run home. Gurriel makes the play himself. Ramirez is able to knock in Miles Straw with his 38th RBI. Moving to third is Rosario. Two down, two nothing Cleveland. And a good at bat for Jose Ramirez to make sure it wasn't just a one run inning. In the fifth, it was the Jose Ramirez show once again. Here comes the pitch. Swung on, and there's a high fly ball. Deep right center field. Back is Siri. Leaps at the wall, and it is gone into the bullpen. Home run, Jose Ramirez. And the Guardians extend the lead. It is now 4-0 Cleveland. Number 10 on the season for Ramirez. And after yesterday's great catch by Detroit's Jazz Cameron, you thought, oh my goodness, is it going to happen again? As Siri scaled the wall in front of the bullpen, but it had just enough behind it from Ramirez, and the Guardians extend the lead to 4 0. On to the seventh we went, and guess who? Ramirez one more time. Now the pitch. A swing and a tamper by the mound, charged by the shortstop, fielded by Pena, tags a runner, throws wide to first, into scores Bailey, coming around third to score a straw. Ramirez safe at first, Cleveland gets two more and leads 6 nothing. 
and the second best defensive club in the American League having a bad night defensively. So that'll be a fielder's choice an RBI and a throwing error by Pena. Meanwhile Tristan McKenzie had allowed a solo home run to Alex Bregman leading off the seventh but he got right back on track and finished what turned out to be a tremendous outing. Now the windup now the 0 2 pitch swung on golfed high in the air medium deep left center the center fielder straw pulls it down the leadoff homer was one thing but then McKenzie got the next three he has been brilliant tonight and in the end it was Emmanuel Classe to get some work in and finish up now the 2 1 delivery swung on rolled to short gobbling it up Jimenez gloves throws ball game and the Cleveland Guardians start this road trip with an impressive six to one beating of the Houston Astros. So a nice win to start the road swing but it's been tough sledding since that time as Tuesday night the Astros bounce back with a seven to three win. Tough night for the Guardians against Framber Valdez who brought his A game to the mound for Houston. But in the first inning in that game Jose Ramirez had an at bat that won't be forgotten anytime soon. Valdez is averaging seven strikeouts four walks per nine innings he's going an average of six innings per start Houston puts three defenders on the left side of the infield as Ramirez looks and takes strike one on the inside corner 94 mile an hour sinker Jose last night did it again double and a home run drove in four of Cleveland's six runs. He checks the swing fouls it off the netting above the first base dugout where the Astros are and the count 0 and 2 Ramirez now has seven multi extra base hit games seven games already this year in which he's had two extra base hits or more in the game the pitch he bounces one foul behind the plate and the count stays 0 and 2 he's done that. In 38 games, seven multi hit extra base hit games. Earl Averill had 10, and Albert Bell had eight. The pitch, a swing and a foul at the plate, and Hosey with seven in his first 38 games. He's had more extra base hits in the major leagues than any player since 2017. Outfield for Ramirez has really taken away the gap in left center. And straightaway center is wide open. Now the 0 2 swung on, reached, and pulled it foul on the slow curveball. And the count stays. No balls, two strikes, two outs, nobody on, no score, first inning. You just wonder how many pitches Houston will really give. Hosey a chance to swing at with the kind of damage he's been doing. The delivery is fouled at the plate. And so the beat goes on as Hosey's such a good two strike hitter. Ramirez on the year batting 287, sixth in the American League in homers with 10, leading the league in RBIs 41, third in the league in OPS, fourth in the league in extra base hits. Again the two strike pitch again fouled off through the third base coaching box and again an 0 2 pitch will be forthcoming. 
So Framber Valdez made nine pitches to get the first two outs. And Jose Ramirez is really making him work. This will be pitch number eight of the at bat. Here it comes. Now, nope, before it comes, Jose will step out. Now the wind and delivery. Swung on, ripped foul off the netting, dropping into the Cleveland third base dugout. And nothing into the count. No score, two outs, nobody on. First inning from downtown Houston. Here comes pitch number nine of the at bat. Inside, ball one, one and two. Remember, a few years ago, Cleveland had a big comeback win in the late innings against Houston. It was started by Jose Ramirez, who had a 17 pitch at bat against these Astros. So, deja vu, although we're in inning number one, no score. Here's pitch number 10, fouled straight back. And the count remains a ball and two strikes. So, Framber Valdez has made 10 pitches to Jose Ramirez, and no matter what happens here, as Valdez walks off the mound, takes his cap off, wipes the sweat away, stands on the grass area behind the mound, rubbing up the baseball. He's got a bit of a grin on his face as if to say, what the heck can I throw this guy that he won't foul off? Here it comes. Swung on, fouled off, third base side. Now, this is why Jose Ramirez is as good as any player in baseball. Never gives away at bats. And here's another perfect example. 11 pitches in. Now the 1-2 delivery. Valdez slowly deals. And Ramirez with a drive to deep left. Away, back, and gone. Pitch number 12 is hammered. And Cleveland has a 1-0 lead here in inning number one. There was nobody in the Crawford seats that wanted any part of that baseball. Above that wall in left field, that ball was smoked. And Jose Ramirez on a 12-pitch at bat has his 11th home run of the campaign. He homered last night, and that, folks, was worth the price of admission, just that at bat. A 12-pitch at bat with a blast to left, one nothing Cleveland. Here's Owen Miller. Valdez the wind and pitch, and Miller takes. It's in there, a called strike. Jose Ramirez has given Cleveland an early 1-0 lead. But again, it was all Houston after that as the Astros won it 7-3 to even up the series at one win apiece. Then on Wednesday, series finale, well-pitched game on both sides, won by Houston by a final score of 2-1. On to Detroit for the Thursday night series opener, and in a tight ball game throughout, it went down to the bottom half of the ninth inning, and for the 14th time in his career, Miguel Cabrera picked up a walk-off base hit, a single that did in the Guardians with a final score of 4-3. to three. And for Cabrera, that was the third of the 14 times that he had walked off 
the Cleveland organization. So uh, he has seemingly made a career out of just terrorizing Cleveland pitching. Friday, a beautiful day in the Detroit area, but by game time, the weather deteriorated and the game was postponed. It will be made up as part of a split doubleheader on July the 4th. Stay with us when we come back. We will hear from Oscar Gonzalez, who made his major league debut on Thursday night in Detroit, and quite a debut it was. That's next as we continue with Guardians Weekly on the Cleveland Clinic Guardians Radio Network. Progressive knows that most people don't get to experience making a game-winning touchdown or a walk-off home run, so we're going to talk to you like you did something great so you can bask in the glory. No way. Is it really you? You're the one who bundled their home, auto, RV, and other vehicles with Progressive, right? Hold on. Let me grab my friends. Hey, guys, check it out. It's the one who saved the money. If you can't bask in sports glory, at least you can bask in the glory of saving money when you bundle your home and other vehicles with Progressive. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back to Guardians Weekly. Jim Rosenhouse back with you. From Detroit's Comerica Park, where the Guardians are taking on the Tigers this weekend, a, a postponement on Friday night, and uh, the series continues Saturday at 4:10, Sunday at 1:40 to wrap up the series and the road swing. You can always check out our show uh, weekly on the radio. Traditionally, on the radio, it airs uh, usually sometime in and around the Guardians game that weekend. And you can also catch the show as a podcast wherever you download your favorite podcast, or you can go online to cleguardians.com, and all the archived editions are there as well. So a lot of different ways to hear our show each week, and we appreciate you tuning in. And uh, we have some baseball talk on the radio every week for about an hour or so. And our baseball talk this week, one of our guests is Oscar Gonzalez, who made his Major League debut Thursday night had two base hits, including his first major league hit in his first major league at-bat, played well in the outfield and all around. A very good night for the young man who had been really developing into one of the premier sluggers in minor league baseball at the time of his call-up. And we had a chance to visit with him prior to the rainout on Friday night. And he talked about what it meant to him after picking up that first big league hit on Thursday. I feel so happy because... I know my mom and my father over there see me, and that's what I want. Like, for I be not, that's huge for me. And I know they weren't able to be here in person, but it sounds like after the game you had a chance to catch up with everybody. And uh, what was after the game like with the phone calls and things like that, catching up with people who are so important to you? That's good because I call my uh, my father in uh, like everybody over there together, my whole family, and that's happy because everybody happy over there. Like so, he is for me and uh, just happy. And I understand there were some uh, players at the Dominican complex for the Guardians that that were watching the game as well. Yeah, I see some videos that Anna sent to me and some guys over there, and uh, that's pretty good. 
I see like happy and proud of me. Yeah, that's good. You, you get that first hit, but also it, it's a good all-around game. Two hits, and, and you made some nice plays in the outfield. And, and did you feel comfortable at this level? Did it seem much different from, from what you were used to at the AAA level? Yeah, I feel comfortable because in spring training, I play with uh, all this guy, and uh, I feel like I've this family here, and uh, I feel good, like comfortable here. Mm. Oscar Gonzalez joining us. Major League debut last night. And it was a good one, two for four at the plate and some nice plays in the field. Uh, you've worked really hard at your game. Take us back to the year COVID when, when you couldn't play here. What have you had to do since then to, to get yourself in this place? It, it seems like you had to do a lot of things working really hard to get to a good place as a player. I was uh, working hard at home. like. I tried to do my best over there. I know if it like missing years, and uh, I need to working hard for take the 2021 ready to be prepared for a season, and that's what I do over there. So you get yourself in, in great shape. Your swing is different. It, what's different about your swing, and, and how has that helped you? It's like kind of the same, but a little bit more angles to hit more fly balls and uh, extra bases. How difficult is it to make that adjustment, to, to make a, a small adjustment to your swing that could really help? That was like easier because I got like Junior Betancia over there with me and uh, we go to the cage every day and uh, in the field working that and that's no, no bad, that's good. We're visiting with Oscar Gonzalez and uh, Oscar, we talked in spring training, I'm not sure if you remember, but your English is tremendous and I know you haven't known the language that long um, why is that important to you to to be fluent in english at, at this point in your career that's important because we in uh like usa everybody here talk english and uh i need like communicate with everybody like like right now we communicate good and uh that's important it seems like you've come a long way in a short period of time how did you learn the language so fast and, and who helped you like teammates like the guy in the manners, Lee, and uh, I like to go behind him and to talk to, and I try to teach like, Spanish, and and they teach me English too. TV, uh, anything like that, uh, movies, stuff like that, has that been helpful at all? No, it's like class, class, <laughs> Just class. yeah. I like see movie English, I like to see in Spanish. Yeah. Well, you are doing great, and uh, congratulations on a, a fun debut last night. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. That's Oscar Gonzalez. Who knows how long he will be here this time around, but, boy, it looks like he wants to stay, doesn't it? And uh, certainly an intriguing young player to watch as the season moves along. Stay with us. We'll have more to come as we continue with Guardians Weekly after this short break on the Cleveland Clinic Guardians Radio Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
Guardians Weekly continuing from Detroit, Comerica Park. Jim Rosenhouse along with you this weekend. Thanks so much for tuning in. Earlier in the week, the team was in Houston for a three-game series with the Astros, and it was the first time back in Houston since he was traded to Cleveland last summer at the deadline for center fielder Miles Straw. He was a popular player in a short period of time in Houston after being drafted and developed by the Astros. And when we had a chance to visit with him during that series, he talked about what it's been like for him to go back to Houston where his career began. You know, I've had a lot of good memories here. Um, you know, all the postseason runs, um, you know, just going every year and getting experience to, you know, to have that experience was nice. I mean, you know, when we when we when we get there with Cleveland, you know, it's going to be nice for myself to know what it's like. And, um, you know, I think the experience is a good time. I mean, you know, a lot of these guys here haven't experienced it and it's it's awesome. It's loud. It's it's energetic. It's it's exciting. And, you know, some guys that, you know, it's, it's going to get the most of them. And, uh just to kind of be around that atmosphere, you know, it means a lot to some people. Miles Straw joining us from Houston as uh, the Guardians get set to take on the Astros. Miles back here for the first time since the trade last summer. And uh, you had a chance to play for Dusty Baker uh, at the tail end of your time here. What is it about Dusty who obviously speaks very highly of you? What is it that goes both ways there? Yeah, I mean, he's just an amazing person, uh, first and foremost. He cares about his players. Um, you know, I love the guy. He, he makes sure, you know, you're always in the best situation. Um, he's definitely a player's manager. He wants you to succeed. He wants you to do well. Um, and he just cares about his players. Um, you know, he likes to build that relationship. Um, you know, it's just a good feeling. He's always pulling for you. He's a lot like Tito. Um, you know, they're just players, guys. They just want you to, they want you to do your best. And, you know, they just want you to play hard. And um, they got that old school in them. And, you know, that's all they can ask for. And, you know, that's... That's what I like to do. I like to go out there and give 100% every single day and, you know, get a lot of respect from guys like that. And, you know, it's a good feeling. Yesterday he called you a cool dude. Is that a great compliment from, from Dusty Baker? Uh, it's pretty, yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, I'd say Dusty's pretty cool himself. Uh, you know, he's, told, he's he's shared a million stories with me. We, we got some similarities. We like to fish and stuff. So we've had some fishing stories and stuff like that. So, um you know he's he's a he's a cool dude himself and uh you know he's taught me a lot about this game um you know him and the coaches over there you know they're they're awesome learned a lot of baseball just with my time over there and you know to be able to kind of uh figure out a lot of things and to come over here and kind of you know like i said help these guys help these younger guys that you know may need some help but you know most of them don't but you know there's always something that you can learn in the game and you know, if, if you can share it with some of the young guys, it's awesome. It's a good feeling. And last night, a nice win for the Guardians. Maybe the most complete game of the season all around. Mm -hmm. uh, does that give you hope of what could be with this ball club here? Yeah, I mean, and it's not even about this year. I, me, I talked to a bunch of these guys already about this. I feel like you look at our roster, you got so many 23-year-olds, 24-year-olds, 25-year-olds, and you just don't see that around the game. And, uh, you know, even for myself, I feel like I'm still, you know, pretty young. I'm 27, and... And I feel like I'm, a, you know, I'm, a, I'm one of the older guys, and it's, it feels so weird because over here I was one of the younger guys, and um, you know that's just going to show. I mean, how good we could possibly be in the next five years? It's crazy. So it's definitely a good feeling. I like where this team's at, even right now. Um, and you know, for the foreseeable future, it's going to be. You know, there's a lot of good things to look forward to with this team. Oh, Miles, enjoy the rest of your time here. I know it's running short, but appreciate you coming by. Thank you. That's Miles Straw, Guardians outfielder, but obviously some really good memories of his time 
in Houston with the Astros. And his manager at the end was Dusty Baker. And we had a chance to catch up with Baker, a seemingly a surefire Hall of Famer when you combo what he did in a long playing career and now what he has done as a manager. In fact, earlier this season, he won his 2,000th game as a major league manager. And uh, when we visited with Dusty, he talked about very much like Terry Francona. They don't want to talk about accomplishments that happen during the season. And uh, he says he's, he's too locked in to be doing that. No, I'm locked in day to day because, you know, this is, this is a daily game. And uh, it can go upside down or backwards. You think you got it all going on. Next thing you know, boom, everything goes awry. But, you know, I don't really like to talk about – I'm probably like Terry. In old school, you don't talk about – things that you've done or accomplished because you can't bring those things back. And I remember talking to Sadahata O when I was a player and uh, the Tokyo Giants trained with us in Vero Beach. And I asked Sadahata, you know, I think he was nine-time MVP. I said, man, how do you how do you don't reflect back? Or, and he told me, he says, hey, man, you don't have time for that. And he goes, uh, you know, he wanted number 10. And he says, you don't look back and reflect on anything that you've done until after your career is over. And then when your career is over, then you have the time to look back and reflect. But in the meantime, you know, you're just trying to, you know, remain excellent. A couple of players who have been keys for you. Uh, one is with Cleveland now, Miles Straw. You just gave him his, uh, his championship ring. Uh, and it seems like it was more than just a player who got traded. What, what made him so special here? Well, you know, he was getting better. And, uh, you know, he was all open to instruction. You know, like I, I tell him some things and he could apply it upon, uh, uh, you know, in a short period of time upon command. Uh, Gary Pettis was working with him in the outfield, you know, making him aware of this and that and just different things. And, uh, you know, you love his attitude and, the, and, and how he, uh, <clears throat> you know, loved to play. And, and, and we love having him, you know. I mean, he's very consistent in his personality. You couldn't really tell when he was up or when he was down. And that, you know, that goes a long ways with with uh you know with being consistent as a player you don't have the ups and downs and emotional swings that that a lot of guys do and especially at a young age like him so you know we certainly miss him uh that that was something that you know left a hole in this club for a while you know last year and uh even though phil maton has done a great job for us uh also we got a young catcher from from you guys uh diaz that that's gonna be a gonna be a force so that's the one thing in this game um, are our trades. When guys are traded, you know, it's kind of like losing part of your family. And uh, But, you know, he'll always be part of the family, uh, you know, no matter where he goes or how matter, you know, how long he's away. And Cleveland fans probably feel the same way about Michael Brantley. Uh, what has he brought to this club? What do you like about him? Well, Michael's brought uh, uh, consistency of personality, consistency of play, um, also the guys look up to him. You know, they call him Uncle Mike. And um, I didn't know his name was Dr. Smooth. I see why, because he is smooth. And he's, he's smooth in everything he does. Uh, uh, he's probably one of our best base runners. He can play the heck out of some left field, very accurate throwing arm. And, uh, you know, he's just a smart a smart player. And, uh, uh, you know, he loves the pressure because he doesn't even feel it. And, and uh, you know, even when Michael's, not hitting, which is a surprise. <laughs> it doesn't last very long. Uh, you know, he's contributing to a lot of ways. And the, and the young guys, you know, look up to him and, and go to him for guidance and, uh, and support. 
and in closing, you've known Terry Francona for a long time. You knew his dad first. Mm -hmm. um, how did that go at, at a time when it was different times uh, in Atlanta back in the mid-60s? Well, yeah, it was, it was uh, much different. And I was a young kid. I was 18, 19 years old when, when Tito was still on the team. And, uh, uh, yeah, it was different. You know, I mean, things were, were still segregated. And, uh, you know, like he made me feel uh, welcome, him and all the guys on the team when I got there all the older players because my name was the kid for a long 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 time and uh you know he's probably I, I saw joe pepitone a couple few years ago at a at a um, old timers game in st louis and somebody was yelling hey kid across the field i i didn't know it was peppy was there i didn't know he was talking to me he goes hey kids you know your name and i turned around it's peppy so you know those guys uh, uh made me feel very comfortable they made me feel uh, you know, like I belong no matter what age I was in. Uh, I think some of it probably reflected back on how I was raised when my dad taught me to have respect, uh, um, you know, for, you know, for everybody. But Hank used to tell me, have respect, but don't be in awe of anybody. And so, uh, you know, those guys, they helped mold me at a very, very young age. Dusty, appreciate the time, really. Thanks for coming by. All right, no problem. You guys got a pretty good club. I mean, I'm... Uh, you know, you got to play you guys and you got to beat you because uh, you're not going to beat yourselves. Dusty Baker, certainly a treasure in our game, and it was fun to visit with him earlier in the week in Houston. Stay with us when we come back. It's the weekly farm report with Rob Serfolio, the Guardians Director of Player Development. That comes your way next on the Cleveland Clinic Guardians Radio Network. Progressive knows that most people don't get to experience making a game-winning touchdown or a walk-off home run. So we're going to talk to you like you did something great so you can bask in the glory. Sorry to bother you, but uh, you're the one who bundled their home, auto, boat, and other vehicles with Progressive, right? I seriously still talk about that with my friends. How you saved all that money? Hey, you mind if I take a selfie with you? That would be amazing. If you can't bask in sports glory, at least you can bask in the glory of saving money when you bundle your home and other vehicles with Progressive. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Jim Rosenhouse back with you from Detroit, Comerica Park, where the Guardians are taking on the Tigers this weekend. And each week we try and check in with Rob Serfolio, who's the Guardians Director of Player Development, find out what's going on in the farm system and uh, who's hot, who's not, and, and who may be getting the call at some point in time or at least be on the radar. And uh, we caught up with Rob this week. He was down in the Dominican Republic, and we'll hear about that in just a little bit. But we wanted to touch base on the Columbus Ball Club as they continue to provide that good insurance for the Major League Club. And on that pitching side, Rob highlighted some of the pitching that could help out the Guardians, either in the near term or long term, based on need at the major league level. It's one of those things, Rosie, where we have a super young 40-man roster, and it's been awesome to get you know a couple of newly acquired players like Anthony Castro, who, who's been up in the major leagues briefly as a reliever. Johan Ramirez is a player we recently acquired uh, who just joined our AAA group. 
And then that on top of, you know, Kirk McCarty and Connor Pilkington and Tobias Myers and, and then some of our other starters with, with Peyton Battenfield and, and Adam Scott and, you know, Rigo Beltran and, and Cody Bukel, who are our two pitching coaches on the ground there in AAA are, you know, they, ha- they have a big group of players that they're working with. And, and one of the reasons why we thought it was really important to have, you know, two pitching coaches on that staff to one, make sure that these young guys are still developing at the AAA level and that when they do come up and they do get that opportunity to pitch in in a Cleveland uniform that that they can go out there and help our major league team win a, win a baseball game so it's been it's been really helpful and just a great development rep for Tobias and, and Connor and, and even Kirk to to experience what it's like to, to pitch in the major leagues and then to come back down and and you know Carl and, and the major league group have just done a tremendous job of of working with our AAA staff to make sure that we're all on the same page and the things that that group would like to see the players continue to develop that we have you know, high level clarity on what those things are and we can put the be- the players in the best position to to continue to develop on those things. I thought it was interesting one of the names you mentioned Peyton Battenfield and and you look at his numbers looks like he's pitching deep into games quite a bit. Um, has a low ERA, but as you look deeper into those numbers, we always look at strikeouts and, and walks and, and how those compare. Um, his strikeout numbers are a little bit lower than they have been. How much of a concern is that when you look at, at what a, a potential pitcher could do at the next level? Yeah, it's a great question. I, first off, we're, we're lucky to have Peyton in our organization. Again, a, another player that we acquired last year. So his, his timeline in the organization is a, a little bit shorter than, than some of our other players, but he's been a tremendous asset and, and obviously joined us around the trade deadline last year coming over from Tampa Bay. And, and he was absolutely dominant last year in double A as, you know, a little bit on the younger side as an early 20 year old. And then we, we challenged him in triple A this year and just thought, from a, a mentality and maturity standpoint that he could handle that jump in competition. And, and as you noted, he's, he's gone out there in limited runs. And, and of course, one of the things that, you know, Peyton and our group are continuing to work on is, is his bat missing as we think that'll really help him when he does get that major league opportunity. So a lot of our resources to, to your point have been really just pouring into him adjusting to the AAA level and that uptick in competition and, trying to refine what we're doing from a plan of attack standpoint and also just making sure that that we're arming him with with the best pitches in his tool belt to go out there and have success so you know i know that's something that peyton and and like i said rigo and cody and and the entire pitching group with steven oster and joel mangrum and and all of the guys that you know kind of really helped make that machine we call them the pitching factory go and um it's been fun for for, for Peyton, I think, to get that challenge and, and try and figure out how to adjust to, to a new league under some under some tough circumstances. Rob Serfolio joining us, the Guardians Director of Player Development. He's down in the Dominican Republic, uh, about as far away as we'll talk to Rob this season as he uh, tours some of the, the minor league facilities in the system. And, uh, Rob, you go down to the DR, first time in a long time, but uh, timing-wise, a very good time in terms of what's happening down there. And, and what brought you down there this week as as those teams prepare for their seasons? Yeah, it's been an absolute blast to get back down here. It's been a, a couple of years for me after you know everything with COVID in 2020 and some of the rules that we had across baseball last year, which just made it travel a little bit harder than normal. But it's been great to 
to see the staff and we have a couple new hires, new coaches, former players that we were really excited to bring in and and obviously, you know, Jose Mejia who helps run the facility down here just does a tremendous job both with introducing new players to professional baseball because that's what a lot of this group is, you know, 16, 17, 18 year olds oftentimes getting their first chance at, at pro ball and, and Mejia just is, is tremendous at kind of setting the standard and introducing these guys to what good routines and what accountability is. And, and obviously really enjoys developing, you know, our coaches that, that live here in the DR as, as well as some Americans that we bring into the group for, um, for just continued learning. So it, it's an, it's a really fun environment down here and I'm, I'm blessed to be back and, like you know, particularly cool time for us because we're getting ready for the start of the Dominican Summer League, which game one is is on June 6th. And we also have the opportunity to bring in some of our future signs or, or potential future signees in January for the first time here to, to see our facility, to meet some of our staff, to, to get a little bit of a taste of what professional baseball looks like. Um, and so everyone from people on the field to our group that runs our education department with Anna Bolton and, and putting these guys through uh, English classes to prepare themselves for when they do sign here in a couple months. And in a year from now, they're getting ready to play that they are accustomed to what it, the day-to-day looks like and, and know what to expect. Any more importance on, on what happens in the Dominican Republic at that first level because there are less affiliates in the states now, a Major League Baseball mandate and, and numbers are limited in terms of how many players you can have in the organization in the states? Yeah, that's certainly a challenge that we're trying to learn and adapt to as an organization. I mean, you know, Major League Baseball, from where it was in 2019, we have one less team or we have one less level, two less teams. And we have that restriction, as you noted, on total number of players, 180 that we can have on domestic rosters, which is every roster north of Arizona all the way to AAA. So it it really puts an emphasis on developing players and and developing them in the right way here in the Dominican so that when they get that opportunity to go to Arizona for the first time, we've put them in as good of a position to to make one of those teams as possible. And and these kids are, are so young and they just get better and better each year. And I think that's a huge credit to our staff down here with the opportunity to have two teams to make sure that we're getting these guys as much playing time as we possibly can and that we're developing them in the weight room, off the field like we talked about, and obviously on the field so that when they get that first taste of of making a, a team on the domestic side that, that they're ready to go. Well, Rob, enjoy the visit to the DR, and thanks for carving out some time for us this week. I appreciate it. I appreciate you having me on once again, Rosie. Thank you again. That's Rob Serfolio. Does a great job as the Guardians Director of Player Development. And that's going to do it for our show this week. Thanks so much, as always, to Brian Matze for helping to put together our show every week. Until next week when we join you from Baltimore when the Guardians are back out on the road for another short road swing this time, this is Jim Rosenhouse reminding you that you've been listening to Guardians Weekly on the Cleveland Clinic Guardians Radio Network. Guardians Weekly has been brought to you by Progressive, helping Guardians fans save hundreds on car insurance.